Oh. Now I am introducing the podcast. Good morning. Good evening. Can, welcome. It can, okay. It catches me off guard when you do it. Why? Because I feel like... I just feel like as a general rule, I, I do it. And that's not me Oi. saying, I do Oi. it. That's just me saying. It sounds like... I feel I, like I, I know you're do. not saying that, but it sounds like that's the subtext because I can do it great. Because what I'm here to say is that this is the even worse idea of all time. We're a bloody podcast. We are watching bloody Breaking Dawn Twilight, but breaking to part two or every week and we are loving it we are loving life and loving afterlife because it's about vampires isn't it and they're not strictly alive but we're still loving them we're still cuddling you're them. all you're all business tonight we're nicking them uh, yeah look mate i'm um that's a honey side efficiency i don't want to be daddy admin i want to be yeah i mean we've all got to have different daddy names Daddy efficiency is good. Yeah, but... Because um, it's like, uh, uh, you know, you don't necessarily have to be doing boring stuff efficiently. I feel like admin definitely implies it's the mundane stuff, which I don't like. It implies a fairly uninspired time in the bedroom, though. Like, it's not bad to be efficient, I guess. Like, I'm just picturing, like, someone who's a very efficient lover, and it's like, oh, I don't know. If, if that efficiency includes but, uh, climax, maybe, but... I feel Mine like definitely if, yeah, doesn't. I mean, like, ideally efficiencies, I mean, I guess it depends on who you are, but I, I wouldn't traditionally be something that you would associate with per, perhaps a good time in the bedroom. But then may, maybe it just means that you're so bloody good at it that you, you're in and out and everyone's having a rip-roaring time and it's, and it's good. Yeah, that's certainly not the case. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to move on from that post-taste. Um, look, we've all... We're in the same city. Uh, Wellington's... New Zealand is not under any quarantine stuff at the moment, but here's the thing. Neither host could be fucked going to the other's house. <laughs> it's the sad state of affairs, you know, we're able to, to see each other and we're like, Christ, there's simply no way that's happening. Um, <laughs> Look, it's, it's mainly my fault. It's, it's the last few have been at my house and it's, it's definitely my turn to go to yours, but got home relatively late from work um, and could not be... I, I was lethargic. And even though, look, I, I would have gotten an Uber to your house anyway. W- I saw your message going on a walk contemplating the virtues of throwing up or not. And I saw your message and I, I felt nothing. I thought, no, that's probably fine. <laughs> like, I, I, only because I'm not in a fit state for to be a very uh, genial host, I think right. I'd, I'd... Well, that makes me feel good because... To be quite honest, I felt somewhat guilty. I thought, I thought, you know, I, I, I should, I should be, um, you know, just mustering the effort to do something as simple as get in a car, get out of a car, and walk to a door. No man. But it was, it was it's not. not ju- me. It's not just that. It's the whole psychic. You've got to spend two hours with me, and generally we have a good that's time. Not, that's not a problem. No, I know. <laughs> that, 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 that wasn't the issue. Nah, but, yeah. but it can be when we're watching Breaking Dawn Part 2, weird stuff can happen. Resentments can bubble up. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fair. And look, since we're alone, the only resentment I have is my good self, because uh, you're really confronted with uh, the depths of your soul when you're watching that thing on its own. Yeah, yeah, true. Do you, I had what, it. What did you? Th- oh, bro, it was, oh, it was all right. It was pretty soul 
crushing but the only thing that got me through was uh, a new culinary um, experience I've devised where it's like nachos with your beans and your sauce and your cheese and stuff but instead of it's chips or, or crisps that are sort of corn chips that you put them on I do it with roast potatoes and oh. tell you what it's, it's that actually sounds really good yeah mate it's um I was expecting you to say something fucked, but that's that just genuinely sounds quite nice. <laughs> no, it's just it's just a slightly different texture. It's just like uh, if you're not in for a crunchy time, but you want a bit of a bit more substance. But, but roast potatoes can be crunchy too. Yeah, they can be. These cr- aren't because I brittle as a chip. I parboil them and then there's some liquid with the tomato stuff, so it, it's not. Um, it could be crispier. Actually, I could put a bit more thought into properly roasting it first, and then um, so there's a lot more developments I could um, skin on for me this time because there's a lot of nutrients in there. But you know, mm, I, I like skin on. I know, but roast potatoes do interesting things when the skin's off. Like it, it does. There is payoff. Um, but I love the skin. I love the dirt. I love the 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 soil. I feel at one with the. That's earth. an interesting no, one. No, look, I clean most of the dirt, but I like a tang of dirt. <laughs> to be fair, there wasn't that tonight. I cleaned them quite well, but sometimes I, I feel like I'm in the mood for a little bit of like pretty safe dirt. Like I've what I want to know regarding dirt uh, is with mushrooms. Do you? Because sometimes you'll get like just some button mushrooms, right? And they're pretty clean, but they've got sort of little black specks on them. And I give them like a general, you know, yeah. I give them a, a, a light wash, but I'm not necessarily scrubbing them. Why are those? And specks? I wonder is that okay? I don't know. I, well, I, I guess dirt, but like, but why, when mushrooms grow in the ground, and yeah, I don't always, yeah. I don't like, always wash them off because it's a bit of hassle. So it's like, yeah, and it sort of clings to them quite well. So like, I'll give them a rinse, but I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be um, really getting into the into the surface. So, but I mean, it's been fine. Have had no illnesses caused. You don't, you don't see that so I'm much aware. with big brown mushrooms. The thinking man's mushroom. Those those lovely big. Um, look, I love a button mushroom, but it's a bit more bland. I lo- I, 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 if you want to really hoe into a mushroom, just just gently drizzle some oil on a big big boy and just fucking go to town. It's like a pizza, but but made of a fungus and. Yeah, I quite like the idea of a stuffed mushroom, actually. I don't oh, think I've ever yeah. actually had one, it but seems I saw a video about one the other day, and I thought, fuck, I, I could actually really go for a stuffed it, mushroom It right seems now. hard, because there's not much to them. Like, I always like stuffed tomatoes, because it's like, it makes sense. There's a lot of space in there, but mushrooms are like, they're very slender boys. I, I'd, I'd be very interested. Um, but I guess the main point is that this this eating this food gave me a bit of a, a buck up, because I'm on the second day of a hangover that, has every chance of going into a third day. That that is crazy to me. When, okay, so when you say you're on the second day, right? Surely your symptoms are far milder than yeah. So today, the immediate morning after. Today, any exercise is still too much, but I can do more stuff than just being in bed. Although every hour or so, I then have to go into bed for a little bit, play some Pokemon, and back up yep. and at him. But I'm um, still pretty miserable, <laughs> but certainly not uh, not the same as the as the immediate day after. But worse we- in a way because you expect it to be gone, and you like th- this is really. <laughs> I mean, I've got no schedule, <laughs> but if I had, this would really be screwing it up. What's the likelihood of it bleeding into day three? I'm feeling pretty good now. I've I've had okay. my dinner. I've had my tea. I've watched a red hot family film, and um, what was the fit? Oh right, Twilight. Uh, horny families who <laughs> like I, the undead. I, I, I thought you'd watch some other family film, and I was quite intrigued. 
No, I think I, I think the only movies I've watched. No, oh, well, this is a new year, but in twenty twenty, I think the only movies I watched were Breaking Dawn Part Two and Madagascar. That those are the only two. <laughs> that might not be strictly true. No, because nah, we watched Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, true. Maybe uh, Alpha Papa, but definitely definitely fewer than ten. <laughs> maybe around about five. Do you make an active effort to not to not watch any other films, or is it just, is just that they're not coming your way? Um, there was a lot of solitude in twenty twenty, and I really struggle with attention span for movies, um, just structurally because I can watch fucking heaps. Like I can watch all the Family Guy twice in a few days, <laughs> uh, and I did, and I I resent myself. Um, but the, yeah. the movie is like I, I like it as a communal experience but mate I don't know if you heard there were fewer of those and look no yeah, one invited me to any zoom parties to watch <laughs> fucking Black Beauty right and I and so I just didn't yeah that's fair I've already watched four films this year what was, that's not even very many what was the best of those been, um that's almost all a film the, a day. That's oh, well, all of them I have seen, but probably the best one I watched was uh, Zodiac, a 2007 thriller by one David Fincher. Seven. That's a good one. Seven. That yeah, he also did that one, but that's not the one I. I mean, that's not the one I watched. I did watch that last year, though. I think Jamie's referring to the film Seven. Fact fans uh, <laughs> often stylized with it with a seven a n- number in, in place of the V. Um, yeah, that's true. They they call me Daddy Film, and um, who am I to stop them? So look, <laughs> I guess what I'm what I'm trying to say is, look, all credit to the potatoes, but Twilight Breaking Dawn because of the 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 time of day where I watched it feels like a part of my recovery. It feels oh, like the so reason it's a, so it's I am a positive thing. Yeah, because I was really fucking miserable about the concept of watching it, and then I chowed down on some potatoes, and just that that extra hit of carbohydrates um, got my blood sugars going, got my I don't know glucose real horny, and I I powered through. And um, not a great movie, but um, probably in the top half of, of the times I've watched it. So for Ooh, this late in the that's project, that's, that's a win. I was going to say, that's really good because we are 37 deep. Well, roughly. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I had an all right time. I, I, I took the time to sort of do some household chores while it was happening. So I ironed a few shirts, which, you know, it felt like I was absorbing the film but also getting stuff done which was quite good because sort of my, my uh, place is very small so I have uh, you know not much room anyway so generally I'm, I'm ironing in front of the television which is in fact where I watch the film uh, but, but I did write a couple of notes this week I always uh, feel it's good to good to do I don't do it so much when with company because you know we, we're just we're saying these things out loud but when I'm on my own I'm like well if I think these things I should record them so I wrote down my shining light uh, Shining Light is that in the score, so that for, for any, uh, in, in layman's terms, that means the music that's happening in the film. Uh, Shining Light is that in the score when Bella and Edward first, sorry, sorry, Bella and Jacob first interact, in brackets, Edward also present, a few notes sound like the speak up, speak up, speak up song at the end. Ah. Uh, intentional motif or selective hearing from yours truly. I don't know. I, I feel like I would have to imagine score is probably handled before soundtrack, so it's probably just coincidence. Some similar sounding notes, but you know, seeing the three of them interact, I was like, this is this is almost sort of a bookend. You know, you know, it's like poetry. It rhymes at the end of the film uh, with the three of them once again interacting, and I'm like, maybe maybe they did sort of mirror that song. 
a light it's a motif. Song. Exactly. Uh, and then um, I just wrote another note, which is about a line of uh, a line that Bella says in. Well, it's voiceover, but I think she's writing a note to Renesmee. She's she's giving Renesmee and Jacob a, a Jan sport. And she says, everything you and Jacob will need is in this pack. And I'm thinking, how much can you fit into one Jan sport? Everything they'll need. We don't even know what she's put in there. The hearts of four wolves. <laughs> Not werewolves. A bloody... I think if if Jacob had his way, it'd be packed to the brim with condoms. The dirty get. <laughs> he 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 likes safe sex. Yeah, which is good, I guess. But you know, there are other issues there. Yeah, um, that doesn't outweigh the bad. Um, look, I love that Jan Sport bag. I love it every week. Um, <laughs> I've got no commercial interests in, in Jansport but I certainly could fit all the important things in my life into them they are surprisingly spacious actually t- touching on that if you go to the Jansport website uh, and you make an order between now and the 15th of January if you enter the code condoms you'll actually get 15% off so um, I, I, didn't that's e- that. I didn't even know about that yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not through us or anything. Um, it's just something I found quite often. I'll just go to websites and just type random words into the <laughs> into the um, gift code sort of section, and that one seemed to work. So um, yeah, yeah, get a, get a discount. Fifteen percent is not bad. Nothing to turn your nose up at. And you can use it for uh, all number of things. You know, don't be put off by by the sport in the title. You can live a rel- relatively sedentary life. You can put your bloody computer in there if you're a if you're a nerd hacker. You could put your potatoes in there. No. You could make you could make your potato nachos in the jam sport. No. <laughs> it simply does not have the heat required. You're gonna be needing an oven. Um. <laughs> you know, you could put no no, you just you put you put it all in, you shake you zip it up, you no. shake it around and then you put the whole bag in the oven. No, it's a it's a bag, mate. You've lost your you've lost your absolute mind. Um, <laughs> Look, I don't know, if you're getting fifteen percent off, you might as well. It's a, at that point it's basically free. Uh, that's very true. I just, I just don't like any hint of disrespect to Jansport bags. Um, if you give it a thorough clean, yeah. fucking all power to you. Hey, my favourite bit was Carlisle does some real weird energy. I've just my my energy is just plateaued. Um, so I, just gonna, can I actually ask you, you? You sort of keep looking off screen, and I'm deeply because all I can see is darkness, and I'm really worried that some sort of attacker is coming for you yeah no no shades and phantoms they're um every now and then they'll, they'll screech at me sort of ethereal blue light will pour from their mouth and i'll go whoa steady on fellas is this the time of my death <laughs> and and my soul feels twinges like they're trying to eat it but that i don't know if they're hungry yet they're circling um no, look, that was a bit of um, that was a bit of fiction. There are four gunmen in the house, um, but I love to laugh and minimise the genuine threat I feel right now. So I'll press on if that's okay yeah. with you. Um, yeah, it's you, know, a, you, you do whatever, whatever you need to do. No, I don't want to be doing this or need to be doing this. Um, I don't know what they want, but boy, oh boy, they uh, they, they love hitting me with the butt of their rifle. And um, look, well, the, I hope you're okay over there. Yeah, no, it could be worse. Um, look, the thing is, Carlisle's little his hot, the way he plays the scene when Alistair comes out of the car. 
it's got this real fucking weird like my face could never do that like this that the merest hint of a smile like he's like he's oh, having a good I, time i was actually gonna I was going to say, when when I was in my head, I was thinking what you were going to say, and, and his mouth was the first yeah. thing that came to mind. Yeah, like, I guess more broadly, just the way he's playing it, but especially the mouth. I'm, like, thinking it, it's like, he doesn't part it at all, and it's, it's a definite upward slant of it, like, you can tell it's a smile, but there's maybe something in his eyes that is acting against that. So he's amused, but he's, like... I guess I guess cautious and like knowing that Alistair's like a long shot, so he's like, I, 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 I can't do it because I would overact. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I'm a shameful I, hack. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a stage actor. I know that you're talking I, about. I don't know film craft. Um, <laughs> I think the eyes do. I think the fact that they all wear these weird contacts does make sometimes. I don't know. It, it does weird things, and I think sometimes makes them uh, you know, perhaps they're giving an odd expression and it's just because their eyes look so cartoonish but he definitely he's got I feel like his Carlisle's lips are quite often sort of pursed in an interesting way anyway I've um, so I think it's sort of sorry sorry you go I was just I was just I was just gonna say I, I, I've had a few weird contacts in my life I'll just open up my <laughs> iPhone oh Jamie O is in the contacts <laughs> section <laughs> that's me carry on sorry uh, I, don't, I think I you know how to read it. Peter Fashionelli interesting mouth shape yeah but you know not always but like more. the things he can do the contour uh, he's on um, cameo isn't he yeah he is should we get uh, a I, should we get a mouth I would message quite like from- to get a, yeah to get a cameo <laughs> from a Twilight cast member yeah. just saying like hey you're listening to the even worse idea all time yeah. with these three guys um but they charge ludicrous amounts of money. 40, Peter Fitchinelli's charging like over a hundred, and he? it's like, I think so. Hang on, I might quickly go to it now and have a look. But it's it's something ridiculous. I think the cheapest one might have been someone Alice? was about forty five. Yeah, I'd love. I'd Which, kill for Ella. She's often my favourite character well, in the film. I think. I think we should. I think we should do it. I think we mm. should pull our resources and uh, and by resources I mean money. Yeah, I, I um, don't because Alistair would contribute not a cent. <laughs> Actually, that's true. It'll just be a two-way transaction. I and I could, I could do. Um, Peter Facinelli as Carlisle is charging two hundred and forty-five dollars. That's remarkable, and that's US as well. So you know, presumably somewhere above three hundred dollars. We're year. not getting Facinelli. <laughs> well, oh, we're definitely not. That's fucking outrageous. I wouldn't pay that. I wouldn't pay that amount of money. And who um, would? I mean, I, obviously people would because he's priced himself at that. Um, I don't know. Jackson would Rathbone you go on cameo if you were a celeb? I wouldn't, but I Pro- guess it's easy to I say that. No. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it depends on what kind of celeb I was. If I was, it feels you know, big enough to where I didn't need oh, that yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, source yeah. of income. I probably, I probably wouldn't. No, but I guess if you're, you know, if you're somewhere below, you know, if you're if you're a C list onwards, I know, but it feels so like, yeah, remote. Fuck, I can it's make like, a few. Uh, it's like you've got it to pay to get this human contact, which should be a, a gift that we spread freely and lovingly through this world and, and, and bless each other with our touch. Yeah. I feel it's, like it's I would also, not be able to value something that I'd paid for unless it was a, a great comedy bit for our podcast. But, like, I, could, I couldn't treasure <laughs> a, a message that I paid for from Peter Capaldi. Yeah. I guess the thing is it's not usually, like, they're usually pretty bog standard like hey happy birthday or something so it's like 
don't know. If I was paying them to say wonderful things about me or something, then yeah, that would obviously <laughs> ring pretty hollow. But but like it's they usually it's usually admin based to so say hi to my friend. Jill, you could record you know? them saying real um, nice things about you and then put them down as a reference for for your jobs and just play that over the that phone. That would be a good idea. That'd be pretty good. As well. yeah, wow, yeah, Peter yeah. Facinelli like vouched for this guy. They uh, <laughs> apparently had an interesting kayaking trip in two thousand and three. This is this is golden. <laughs> He's certainly really resourceful break down problem solver. Though I want to question. Team. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, that could be. A go I was just going to say. Ja- I was going to run through the the other prices being charged by the Twilight Cast. Jackson Rathbone is Jess, but he's charging a hundred. They've also got these sort of chat options where it's like you can chat for two ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, is that just like that's just, just a private message? message? Yeah. That's that's shit. Um, Ashley Green, who plays Alice, she charges. Oh, hang on. She's gone offline, actually. Sorry, you can't can't get her anymore. Hmm. I, I've, I I feel like I remember she was sub one hundred though. Um, yeah, she was really. Sort of the main the main ones. There's um there is the actor. Uh, she played. I can't even remember her name. She was replaced by Bryce Dallas Howard in the third one, but she's charging a hundred as well. So no cheap options there for the Twilight cast, which is a bit of a shame. I think if I did. Um, uh, get a high enough profile to be on Cameo I'd just use it for you and Alistair I'd refuse to contact you any other way <laughs> so you've got to pay $45 to have a chat to me uh, I just love the, the power that'd play that'd be pretty there. good um, I mean I probably just wouldn't pay wow um, I mean wow I'd, uh, so, so no, many I, years I w- we've been podcast buddies you, you don't want to have a chat with old, old uncle Oliver I in do, his Hollywood no, mansion I guess if you live I guess if you live in Hollywood oh station, yeah you want to butter me up pay. and get some goddamn cash you're all the same no, 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 no. I mean, if you didn't live physically close to me I think if you were living where you are now and charging $45 I'd probably just if I had to contact you try and rock up mm. to your house and see if you're home and, and maybe <laughs> if I did block you on every other medium and only talk to you on that, maybe the relationship has has soured. Maybe you'd interpret it yeah. in that way. I'd just say it's a great comedy bit, um, but it's fair <laughs> enough that you could see that as the uh, heartless uh, game playing of a, a megalomaniac. Um, yeah. So look, I love Peter Fitzgerald. <laughs> I'm on his team this week. I'm on his bloody team. Yeah, I, f- I imagine myself standing behind him, and he's he's frowning. I'm on. Um, okay, I can never, can never remember the character's name. Maybe perhaps Kate Casey LeBeau LeBeau. I think I was on her team actually relatively recently, but she um she had a good little moment. She's the zappy when, one. Um, she's the zappy one, and 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 Bella wants her to teach her the zappy way. Um, and Bella is sort of being very frantic, and she's like, "Show me!" And she grabs her. And um, Casey LeBau goes, uh, owl, sort of a, a little sarcastic owl, as in, you know, just back, give, give me some space, you know, give me some room, I'll, I'll, I'll teach you the bloody zaps, just, you know. But, but hang on. I understand you've got your, your family and child on the line, but. Is that what know, that seems about? Because surely they, yeah. they uh, can't teach zaps, it's just like her unique No, she power. can, that's what she proceeds. Oh, it's not teaching the zaps. Sorry, no, she's I, teaching I, I her to shield herself She's teaching her. Because the the setup is that she says she used to be only she used to only be able to zap from her hands, but now she, she can radiate the power through her whole body. Oh, so okay, she's trying yeah. to, yeah. So the idea is that she's trying to teach Bella how to radiate, you the know, shield. Pro, you know, make her power bigger. Um, 
You know, this movie hangs together pretty well. You know, you, you, <laughs> you lay it out like that. It's uh, 3D chess. It's, it's great stuff. Um, yeah, I, I dare anyone to poke a hole in the armour of this film's plot. Cannot be done. Pocahontas. <laughs> poke, you can poke my Pocahontas anytime. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon and it's all I, I can see. Do you like it? Yeah, it's the best version of Pokemon because... What? Uh, it can be a bit formulaic, the one where you just run through tall grass and get... It's quite annoying, like, static battles with, um, you know, you actually get to be the Pokemon in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon and run around and it's yeah. like... Whoa. I feel like a totodile. The get a bit samey, I found, though. A bit what? A bit samey. You know, you're, you're sort of... You're, you're in very similar locales just quite a lot. I think there's a lot of cool stuff going on with traps and items and um, just the the different ways that you can evade people and you go diagonally and you go into water if you've got the power and you use a warp scarf. And it's a great game. I'm assuming you you had this, like from years ago right mm, 2006 yeah. or something right right, right. No, every no, now just... and then I'll um, dust off some of the old classics and try to relive my past yeah it's interesting because I'd never, I'd never heard you speak of Mystery Dungeon I've always, you know, I, know, I know you're a big Emerald guy um, but haven't heard so much of the, the Mystery Dungeon chat so it's um, it's, good, it's good to hear I'll hop on to games connoisseur I'll hop on to RuneScape once a year and go and stand in the cow field and think about what's past and what can never come back <laughs> I used to have such good time in that cow, cow field just wasting so much time getting leather there are way better ways to make money but like it was so much purer just early mornings with the cows <laughs> <laughs> let's record an episode while we both stand in the grand exchange yes <laughs> he knows his shit how do you know you didn't play RuneScape yeah I did oh, okay not like heavy heavy I knew, I like I'd play I didn't really know what I was doing this was like year six sweet as but bro I'll give you some money I'm, I'm familiar with it I'll give you some bloody money. I've got some good stuff from selling amulets, baby. Nice. Um, okay, next episode is going to be a RuneScape <laughs> special. Every listener okay. has to come on RuneScape and join our clan chat. Yeah, I'll set it up so that you can only download the podcast uh, if you're l- currently logged into RuneScape. I think it's actually a feature you can sort of apply to any podcast provider, which is a, cr- a crazy thing to include, but um, good that they've done it. To find our clan chat, channel go on to jansport and type condoms <laughs> it's the absolute portal to any internet pack. yeah that's actually how you get to the dark web as well <laughs> i don't want to go all, there all kinds of crazy stuff on there there's a movie called um the dog who sold the world which we actually did a podcast episode about one time um if you go back and find i don't think uh, we should talk about that stuff i think <laughs> Already, I, I I feel shadowy forces gathering outside my door. I think yeah. that mo- movie contains a lot of powerful negative energy. Mm. Um, but look, it's nice that we can. I don't know. Did you have a broadly okay time? I think you did. Watch, watching the film. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, um, like I would hesitate to say enjoyable, but I wasn't. But it wasn't detracting anything. I don't think. I feel like a lot. But before doing it. I was in a real negative way about it. But then as soon as I clicked on that film, I thought, this is fine. You know, there, there are worse things happening in the world. Okay. So, all good. I think we can reward our... Um, I think we can reward that by, by having a little bit of fun and, and, and actually doing something we don't always do now. Okay. And go, he's, he's in, in the, the attic, attic getting, getting up, up to no, no good. good. 
Alistair the Vampire. That won't sync up. No, definitely not. But but anyone wondering, we were perfectly harmonised. If if the recording is botched, that then I curse you. Yeah, it's all software issues. If if that didn't sound like an absolute ten, um, probably something to do with your phone or your you know whatever device you're listening on. So the character Alistair. He's going up into the attic, and what's he doing up there? <laughs> do you have a do you no, have a theory? Or? No, I think we should oh, collaborate. I, see, I don't either. But um, I mean, we I, should we should we should riff. Yeah, okay. To do improv. Yes, and so I reckon he's gone up there to try and install dial-up internet. Yes, and he he uses <laughs> he, to do that. He thinks dialing is very important, so he gets an old rotary telephone. <laughs> From the 1950s, yeah. Um, Any, but you, you know, there's there, there are no ports or anything up there. It's just it's just an empty attic. You know, for, for all the time the Cullens have had to you know renovate and create a nice space, actually a pretty dingy attic. Um, so what he Ding-a-ling, does, he- ding dong, he puts his hands into the holes and turns nine nine eight four. You get me. It's the phone yeah, number he's you. entering, and it's it's, yeah. it's 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 happening. Someone Elemental he got the number. Arising. He talked to someone outside of a supermarket, um, <laughs> and he said, "What's the number for the internet?" And I'm like, "Why?" He said, "What's the number for the internet?" I'm trying to get dial-up. I think they just he was being quite you know threatening and imposing, so I think they just spouted some numbers to sort of get get him out of their hair. Um, I mean, needless to say, the numbers he's. You know, the phone's not plugged. It's not plugged into anything. The phone's just sitting there. You know, the, the numbers he's dialed, uh, uh, no dice. He's not getting anything. And I think um, it's a shame that they, they cut those scenes from the film because now it doesn't really make sense why he, he leaves. Alistair arrives in the film as present for sort of one other scene before his final scene is saying goodbye. We, we, we wonder, well, why is he left? And it's, well, it's because he couldn't get the dial-up working. And, 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 and he comes down and said, oh boy, it was very long getting the dial-up working, but eventually I got on the web and there's cobwebs <laughs> all over his face. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, actually, but the last thing he says as he walks out the door, he sees one of many vampires, and he says, "Put a smile on your dial." Um, and, he, and he lumps the. Um, he doesn't need the phone anymore, so he sort of gives it to them. Okay, yeah. Oh, dial. Got it. Yeah, dial. I was thinking crocodiles because I love crocodiles. But yeah, also, um, that he gave them a sticker he had of a crocodile. I like. When we portray Alistair as a very naive, <laughs> I think it, it characterizes him as a lot more than just this this proper dickhead. Like I like him going up into the attic to do some harebrained scheme. Yeah, um, most of the time he's an absolute moron. <laughs> really, really softens the character for me. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Nice. So look, I think I think that's probably about us. Absolutely. No, nothing more needs to be said. Yeah.